After that little woo, um, it's time to get to the meat of things, to get to the thick of it. And now 
we're going to be having an interview with our very own Timo and Jake from Timo and Jake's Interdimensional Adventure or Timo and Jake's Sonic Garage, whatever you want to call it. Thank you for having us, Will. Yes, thank you for having us, Will. Hello. So, um, we just finished the last episode of Timo and Jake's Interdimensional Adventure. It's over. Ever. It's over. How long have you guys been running the show? About a year and a half, right? Yeah, we started it at the beginning of the spring semester last year, kind of. Yeah, spring 2022. <sighs> yeah, yeah. We started with the first season. I don't even, do you even remember how we came? Well, like, we're like, let's do no. this thing. No, I think it was, but I think it was born from your long standing desire. I have always wanted to do a radio play, radio drama type beat thing. Like, really? I wrote a log line for like a sitcom kind of. Uh huh. Like a realistic drama that would unfold via radio play. And then I like started trying to write and I was like, I have no idea how I can make this work. Like, I don't know. Yeah. How, to, how do I write only dialogue? And That's I weird. think we found the secret to writing only dialogue is to, you can only, you minimum have two people. It is yeah. impossible to be one person and do it. There, yeah. you Because like we need, the writing process is just bouncing, yeah, just yeah. saying lines out loud. It has and to be then, interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How did the series begin? Like, what was the original, like, thought, if if you can remember? Man, we, we didn't <laughs> think that it would go this far, I think, but we definitely were like, let's do some kind of, let's do sci-fi, let's yeah. do rock. I think it was originally, like, we wanted to do a space thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was mainly, we were just like, let's do a space radio play. Yeah. And then we decided also to make it different that it was also about rock, and yeah. but also the sh the radio show, like the Sonic Garage, yeah. is all about rock. So and kinda, that's like our yeah. persona on air is like we like to rock and we love all kinds of rock music. Uh -huh. Like that was the whole gist of that yeah. show. Yeah. Now that you're saying it, I almost feel like I remember it just being like, "What if we went to space?" Yeah. Well, it totally started with like, "Let's just write <laughs> us doing fun stuff." Wow. Yeah. Did you see it like like culminating to this like critic acclaimed? Um, <laughs> little radio show then no but by the end of the first season we were like we're taking this all the way yeah i wow. think it was we decided pretty After, soon like, we did like one episode and then we're like oh we, let's do like another yeah. so we did another and you know i love doing sound design and there's so much sound design mm -hmm. that happens in this yeah. show so there's a great excuse to be making sci-fi as the is, is like god's bountiful harvest land of cool sounds like yeah. there's always random doors that sound funny and lasers and explosions lasers. and like that's fun explosions. stuff to make into uh like to make to just design and so yeah. like oh this is really fun let's do another let's do another by the third or fourth episode you're like this so thing like has got to continue you're addicted we are addicted how are you gonna stop i think it's we're cold gonna turkey the band-aids yeah. off we're gonna experience oh. some pretty severe withdrawals i think yeah we've talked a lot about what it feels so stupid to like have spent well not stupid but it feels like we've i mean what's our page count out now like probably so 175 or more something. than that this episode was i all i remember is i did the word count for season three and it was like nineteen thousand words <laughs> and like now so that's probably what like that was 80 something pages for the six episodes of this semester and then okay. this episode alone was 50 pages right and then season one was 30 some pages and season two was 60 some pages so, so you would make plus. this a novel 
Yeah, it could. Yeah, be. it you could be make this a novel. We, I yeah. think we've just talked about like what do we? We have this vast wealth of intellectual property, and now it's <laughs> like, what do we do with it? Yeah. What What do you see yourself doing with Timo and Jake's interdimensional adventure and Sonic Garage going forward? We've t- for the Sonic Garage, we've talked about pursuing, continuing it, maybe on like co-op. The, mm-hmm. You know, the per- okay. the people who share the airwaves with us. We're both unfortunately yeah. graduating and can't continue. Oh, yeah, KBRX. this is our last appearance Darn. on KBRX Airwaves yeah, for the foreseeable sad. future. <laughs> yeah, but uh, as for I have to enroll in grad school. <laughs> <laughs> as for the interdimensional adventure, I don't know. I would love to. I don't know. I would love to see it have a visual counterpart, mm-hmm. but that's also... Ooh. It's very difficult because yeah. the whole series was composed... Nothing looks in the show. Like, like yeah. we, Characters will say stuff looks like things because we yeah. need to describe it for the audience, but we ourselves... Don't I don't know what Timo looks like in that in the show. Right. But, I mean, you know, as an exercise, what do you think Timo would look like? He's a little green space guy, little green man, like a little alien it, dude with a head that's a little too round and a little too large for his body. There's a poster that I'm taking. Yeah. Uh, Rachel. Rachel. Is there a mirror Rachel, in here? Hmm? Is there a mirror in here? Are you just describing <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Yeah, Rachel, Rachel, my girlfriend, she... Who plays Watson. Who plays General Secretary Watson, uh, gives, breathes life into that role. Um, She's done a lot of the visuals. So she did the poster for the finale. She's Mm -hmm. done a poster for the first appearance of General and the late General Nucleon. Yeah, we... Um, we killed a lot of characters in this episode, but we've been hinting that something like that might happen because we killed off... Nucleon, General Nucleon, and that's why there needed okay. to be a new general in this episode. Wow. And the they thought we died yeah. in earlier shows. Yeah. And the first episode, come to think of it, we thought Doug died. Timu and Jake thought Doug died right at the beginning, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, like yeah. The ma- that was the inciting incident Doug of the die. whole show, was that we thought Doug died, and so we got to go on a mission to, like, save our skin, but also find him. Wow. Yeah, no. Uh, what else? G- give me a four- Paragraph, paragraph, Whoa. four four sentences each. But you guys have to trade sentences. Okay. Oh my God. Description. So sixteen sentences. Description of Timo and Jake's interdimensional adventure. But you have to go Timo, Jake, Timo, Jake, Timo, Jake. Okay. Trade sentences to describe it. And by the end, you have to have reached the conclusion. Go, Timo. Can you keep you, count of the sentences? For yeah. Us? I'll hold up fingers. Okay. And it's plot or like what it's about or the plot synopsis. of it or like okay the synopsis, synopsis. of it. Okay. Young Timu and Jake are fighters in the Space Revolution, who is battling against the wicked and evil space oligarchy. The space oligarchy presents an ever-present threat to the freedom of the people of space, thought, music listening, or otherwise. What happens next? (laughs) Uh, Timo and Jake, after losing their mentor Doug, embark on a mission to uncover him and, and meet wise and powerful extra-worldly, godlike beings that help them on their journey and um, push them forward? What happened? Like who? The Id Squid. The Id Squid. In addition to encountering the Id Squid, Timo and Jake also make powerful allies in the alternate-dimensional hive mind society of the Baxorian fleet. Timo and Jake learn, uh, Timo and Jake, upon realizing their power, take it upon themselves to start t- doing real messages, real missions of the, spa- of the space revolution, and then seek out to devalue the intergalactic monetary unit um, via this old computer terminal called Mac 2. 
Mac 2 is housed on the planet Ordo, which is uh, actually near a moon of Ordo, which is a maximum security prison where Doug Soundheiser was wrongfully imprisoned by the space <gasps> oligarchy and must be liberated. No. Timo and Jake, using their newfound powers of interdimensional travel, are able to liberate Doug Soundheiser, but not before they themselves are captured by the space <gasps> oligarchy and no. taken to Ordo. No. They are then uh, put to trial by the hands of Jomon. This is and, all real. This yeah, happens this, yeah, in this the show. Real. By the hands of Jomon and the Great Arbiter and are actually set to be executed until the space Whoa. revolution aided by the Baxorians come to attack at the Battle of Ordo. But the Baxorians are a fierce warrior people and don't have a lot of regard for the, uh, the safety of their allies whom they bombard. Us. Timo and Jake end up at a explosion, and uh, after successfully defeating after successfully de- yeah, the so, intergalactic monetary. So unit. the this thank you. The space oligarchy is in shambles <laughs> after the Battle of Ordo, um, but what also happens is that the Baxorians explode a bomb at the very side of Mac Two, where the Id Squid's crystal grid, the interdimensional crystal grid, is housed. That's our teleportation, okay. our interdimensional yeah. travel technology. And this, the singularity at which they are located transports them outside of space and time. They speak with a very mysterious and enigmatic being, Lotharb, who instructs them to follow their hearts and feel the the soul of all beings through the, through the sound that they that is is, that they're represented by and um eventually Timo and Jake amaze Lotharb and are released from their <gasps> purgatory like through the power of rock through the power of through rock through the power of rock man yeah. Yeah. and once they are released uh the space revolution believes them to be dead but Timo and Jake have a few uh i don't know frivolous adventures in the outer regions of space they 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 arrive back in the real universe very far away from home and have to spend an entire season traveling to get back a whole season and that wow. was the third season was them traveling to get back and then wow. once upon returning... The first episode of season three is, is so genius. great. That episode is the one where we encounter a system of three planets who have only been receiving uh, radio signals from old Earth. And they've all developed a weird subculture based off of one radio frequency. So there's like a NPR planet and there's like a... Uh, Country rock planet, and, and there's a KVRX. And then there's planet. a KVRX. Planet. Wait, there's a KVRX planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god, college rock planet. There was just a bunch of bunch of snot nosed college guys. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I need I need to listen to it. In season um, three, episode one. Yeah, and then season wow. three ends with uh, oh god, what does it even end with? It ends it's with kind of Timo just building to what it, the finale it builds to the finale, with. but it ends with Timo and Jake and Doug realizing they need to go capture the yeah. System Eater, which is a a horrible weapon weapon of mass yeah. destruction uh, and they need to they need to capture it because the the it seems that the revolution's plans are not totally all well thought out and it's gonna go badly if they just do without any backup so we're like yeah. we gotta get some backup okay dang Mm-hmm. And then the finale. And then, 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 then the finale. The and well, yeah. we just heard that. You know, for for context of those who are probably listening to this on my Spotify bars and breakdowns um, <laughs> page, my boss Timo, Doug Soundheiser, and Jake have a podcast 
kind of a podcast. It's not really a podcast. It's, it's, it's a radio play. Let's it call is, it what it's it is. Radio it, could be, it could be formatted. A radio drama. A, a yeah, radio yeah. drama that can, is now probably being consumed in a podcast yep. form. No longer yeah. live. No longer live. It's lost in the folds of time. But The, the aliens out in space, uh, you know, yeah. 200,000 light years away from us, will be receiving the signal, and they will be enjoying it. I may or may not link the podcast to this episode. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll I might see. not, just so this is like lost in a sea of no context because like you search up timo and jokes interdimension timo and joke timo and jake's interdimension what are you saying (laughs) calm down calm down you search up timo and jake's interdimensional adventure nothing comes up nada zip zilch nothing so i just kind of have to deal with it yeah and yeah they have to deal with it too maybe yeah are you are you happy with the show I'm so happy with it. You know, it didn't go off with... It wasn't, like, a perfect show tonight, but it, like, literally never is. It never, never has and been. I don't think And it's that. imperfections and make it good. Yeah, and you could tell it's live because there's little mess-ups here and there. Yeah. And, uh... It is not the, the, the show that we screwed the, screwed up the most either. We've no. screwed up. No. There what was, was one that was your worst so, one. Describe yeah. it. There was one. It was. I don't even remember exactly what. I, think I remember. Just, okay, I know what happened precisely. We were we were cruising. We were <laughs> burned the, into your memory. It is, man, because I was freaking out in the booth. Well, um, we're sitting here in the booth. The we record off of a Mac in there. Okay. And yeah. um, I look over and it is stopped recording. It cannot. It is not recording anymore. And I'm like, oh my god, the show's not recording. What are we doing? And that just like, boom, <laughs> frazzled my brain. And and I was like, well, we just got to do the show and don't have a recording now. But the rest of the show wasn't very good because of how like, yeah, like I was real shaken up by that and like it was not it, I didn't get back in the mojo and Timo oh, has no. so many moving parts to keep track of because he's also running like an audition file with I all run, of our I do all of the yeah. pre-recorded stuff and wow. it needs to be and it's running from his laptop and he's also like that's where the music plays from too most yeah. of the time and like I'm helping like keeping track like you know like I can look at the levels and mess with the mixer but by and large Timo likes to do that kind of stuff and likes to be in control of it but yeah. the problem that specifically was amplified in that moment and like it's happened a few times but it's never that bad but when Timo is no longer of sound mind when it it starts going (laughs) wrong and like each domino continues to fall it's like oh my god but we just re-recorded that episode like yeah uh, we had there was a lot of pre-recorded stuff in it and then it ended up being like just you and me as the characters on it right so we ended up just like I went to Timo's house and we re-recorded the whole thing just did all the lines together so it's a perfect episode on the mix cloud yeah it's perfect it's like the best one for those the few who but caught the it live are like, yeah. "Wow, this sounds pretty wow. different." So I have to be careful when I find one that sounds a little too good. Yeah, and yeah. then I have that to one. Avoid I bet it. you can tell because like the 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 micro we use different microphones for yeah, our voices, and we've recorded in a different room, so it just sounds a little different. Different room tone. Gotta love room. But tone. ain't nobody gonna wow. notice that except for us because I'm, I'm <laughs> the sound nerd, and you know how it happens. So yeah. uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, wow, 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 wow. What's the, what's the craziest? The craziest thing that's happened on the show. Like craziest episode. Either the craziest episode or the most interesting happening in general. I think probably the most interesting is the... I can't remember what episode it was. It's all a blur now. Yeah, too, it's but a not blur. like which one yeah. what happens in which episode. Is, there's way too many episodes yeah, but to remember that. When we first started having like... A lot of a lot side of, characters. A lot of people in the booth. I think that was when it was like the craziest in booth experience. We feel like six, okay. or, six or seven people in the booth. Did that get hectic? Yeah, because people got to share mics and they got to be paying attention. And 
Like, it worked out pretty yeah, well. Yeah, it was fun. The episode turned out great. If memory serves me. Mm-hmm. That was the court good. that was the courtroom episode was the first one yeah, we threw in yeah, a lot yeah, of characters. Yeah. Wow. We needed we needed the judge Corey and we needed Ambience, we needed the arbiter yeah. and we needed a prosecutor and we needed we even came up with like a, a our friend JT played a totally incompetent public defender for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think also one of the oh, one of our, the hallmarks of the show. Yeah, one of our best moments I think was when we improvised fully the lore, probably like oh, what like is now like the lore. yeah, like forty to sixty percent of the current lore of the history of the space oligarchy was fully improvised, and it was like a <laughs> probably like an eight minute long improvisation. Yeah, it section. was. It was like we had run out of time or gotten lazy in script writing we're like we'll just improv this scene which happened a lot <laughs> early in the show yeah we would just throw in improv scenes we brought one of them back um yeah in the season three we did there was improv. like one scene it was, where good, we, it was a good scene well we we know our characters pretty well yeah at this you point. are your characters yeah now. well that, that one specifically was do you feel Jake weird and... talking about yourself in third person no no because it is fiction like you've it like isn't separated us. yourself from that i have said like real life timo is is pretty different and i you know what, like, the Timo voice that I do for Timo yeah. and Jakes is not my normal voice. I don't know. Like, it's a little heightened. It's that. like, like Timo Plus. It's like Timo Plus. It's, I think, I think it sounds put, just like you. You gotta put the big divide between Doug and Timo. When you're doing the same, True. like, like yeah. Lucas is successful because all the three of those voices, Lucas, my roommate, played yeah. the Great Arbiter, the Grand Chancellor of Commerce, and the Vicar of the Bureau. Oh, all of those? He did, yeah, all, he did three all three of them. Dang. Even, couldn't even tell in here. No. Yeah. no. So it's because he's, those voices are so different. So he's yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Do not sound like him at all either. Like yeah, I didn't know that was all voice. one guy. Yeah. yeah, we could have had him had a fourth. It's voice. just like Tim Impala. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Ah! In the finale today, yeah. he had two or three scenes where he was just talking to himself. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he just stood up. Multiple in, characters in front of talking our, to himself. Stood in front of our audience and just delivered three characters worth of lines. <laughs> <laughs> he stood and he delivered. Masterful. He stood Masterful and delivered. Done. No, that was it. Was a work of art. Yeah. Who is the id squid? Jake. Yeah, that's me. Not not like the voice actor, but like what oh. is the Id Squid? The Id Squid is like the second most powerful being in the universe. Oh. Behind Lotharb. Who's, um, who's Lotharb again? Lotharb is like the extra dimensional being that Timo and Jake encountered when they were after they kind of died. Yeah, after, after they, they kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost, after they okay. sort of died. After they, they were in like died. purgatory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Lotharb just kind of exists. Wow. But the id squid kind of took a liking to us, and then we like were like, "Oh crap! This guy's way too powerful. We got to write him out of the story for right. a while." <laughs> yeah, because basically, what the id squid did—the id squid was a plot device to present us with the ability to uh, transport across dimensions, so that we could it could be the interdimensional adventure. This is the first episode. Yeah, so. id squid's a first yeah. episode. Wow, yeah. you had to write out a character in the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the id okay. squid showed up a few times in season one mm-hmm. and then we a couple maybe times once in season, a, yeah a little bit in season two although we were on another arc that was yeah plenty not interesting it, yeah, without not it squid and then season three showed up once yeah but was in searched which, for several yeah. times in which we the, the one time he shows up he explains why he's not been around very much <laughs> yeah you know, it's the same thing as like wait why, so he explained why you wrote him out yeah because well, we didn't write him out. We just didn't write him in anymore. Because oh, it was okay. like, 
he was supposed to be this like all powerful interdimensional being squid yeah squid yeah like how do you have any stakes in your story if you can just have a character that is able to do whatever they want and can do it without consequences that's not they can do whatever they want so yeah so what we ultimately decided was the the easiest solution would be to simply say that he felt it wrong for him to interfere in the, you know, goings on of mankind. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I, oh, he's like, oh crap, I've interfered way too much already. Yeah. I gotta chill out. And so his interference in this episode felt really significant, and well, but also fitting with that character because he's, he's, he's like talking to his friends, Timo and Jake, in their greatest time of need. Yeah, his only friends. Wow, in the universe. right after. The passing of Mr. Soundheiser. Right. That's right. The That's tragic right. death of wow. Doug Soundheiser. It was we knew that was coming for a year. Probably the whole season of like. Wow. I know really? season. I knew he was gonna die. We probably talked about it at the end of season one. At the end of season one, yeah. Beginning we were like Doug Soundheiser has to die. Wow. At some point. It just like he's a mentor figure. He's like the supposedly like an older character. Yeah. It's like in Kung Fu Panda when mm-hmm. that turtle dies. <gasps> no, Ugwe. Ugwe. How it's the no. same thing. Yeah. Oh my. God goodness wow <laughs> wow well it looks like we're nearing the end of the interview you know it's getting to about that time we're a minute over the 20 minutes can you believe that jake oh my well, god flew. Get, get us out of here get us but get us but the are there any last words you want to say to any of the timo and jake enjoyers out there i just got to thank jake for helping out because i, I can't write on my own most of the time <laughs> okay. um and also all of our cast and all of our crew there's like so the list of people that do have been involved them off? can we do it off the top of our head I, I think we can i'm sorry if we leave anyone before we do that i must say i must thank timo this is truly something that i don't think any of us could have done either of us could have done on our own and no way without timo the sound production quality would have been nowhere near what it was I mean, a true masterwork of sound well, but thanks to those that we must thank, I think let's try and do it chronologically. So Rachel, Rachel Amanda, Amanda. S- Sam, Jack, Jack, JT, Scott, Dalton, Dalton, Molly, Molly, Joe, Lucas. Lucas. I don't think we left anyone out. Oh, Flem, Flem, uh, and their partner. Yeah, yeah. So thank you, <sighs> thank you to everyone. Twelve people over. Way more than 12 characters. (laughs) And thank you to my parents, and thank you to Timo's parents for dutifully listening to every episode. Yeah, Yeah, even when my parents were overseas, and when the episode would come on at 4 a.m., my dad would often be like, oh, I just woke up, but I'm I'm catching it. (laughs) He'd be like, I woke up for this. Or he's like, I can't sleep. Tune it in. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, That's wonderful. I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, your parents were very, very sweet. Oh, they were here. Thank you, Will. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you I'm very happy to have hosted it. I've been in this booth for a lot longer than I should. And <laughs> Raina. Thank you, Raina. Yeah, yes, Raina rocked. Raina rocked. Yeah. It was like a local live setup, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Well, <sighs> I think without further ado, we'll get back to automation. We'll, right. we'll say goodbye. Say Good, goodbye. But goodbye, KVRX. It's Farewell, been real. KVRX. Thank oh. you for having me. Well said. Forgotten morning, I am mourning for the loss I can't describe. I lie awake, cannot face the stormy evening 
Turn 